And welcome to episode 51 of Winging It, an Eagles podcast, your ultimate destination for all things Philadelphia Eagles. I'm your host, Ali. As always, I am not flying solo. I've got my two incredible co-hosts with me, Andrew and Alex. My week, honestly, is just not the same if I don't talk to you guys at least like 26,000 times. So I, I think love you guys. Can we be considered your wingmen? Ooh, I like that. I like it. I like it. My wingman today. I like that. I think that's a good catchphrase. We're just, you know, I'm just winging it with my wingman. I'm just winging it it with my (laughs) wingman. Well, uh, let's see if we can uh, expand our flock today. Uh, Sorry, that was a terrible dad joke. I I apologize. I'm not doing it. it. Never again. Never again. Um, We have a special host with us uh, today and longtime listener of the podcast, uh, Vince. Vince, we're so pumped to have you on today. Vinny boy. What up? Happy to be back. Rocking his fresh Brandon Graham, Kelly Green, 5'5". Man, those yeah. those jerseys are they're just hot. They're Looking just good. super hot. Vince, I'm always envious of your style, but honestly, I still don't get the Kelly Green jerseys. I'm still gonna stick to that take. I, I don't care. Bug off. You know, I fine. <laughs> well, before Amen. we jump into t- before we jump into today's episode, just a quick reminder to all of our listeners out there, if you're enjoying the show. Make sure to drop us a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and we're now on Instagram. So be sure to drop us a follow. Super exciting news that we've got going on right now. And if you're watching this on YouTube right now, don't forget to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and hit that notification bell so you never miss any content from us. All right. We just surpassed 200 followers. I am willing to bet that by next episode, we are going to hit 300. I feel like this train is picking up steam, baby. I'm. We're going to be at 1,000 followers by next week. Let's try it. Let's do it. I think I'm we excited. might be the official podcast of the Philadelphia Eagles by the end of the season. <laughs> you know, I, I just, I feel it. I feel that it's happening. Um, dreams. All right. All right. Now that we've got all the, the housekeeping items out of the way, uh, let's get into it, right? So we're only six days away from our face-off of the Patriots. But before we get into that matchup, our goal today is to walk away with season predictions for our regular season record. And I'll throw it to Andrew because this man, if you guys knew the amount of, of stuff that he's had to endure this preseason, he's been dreaming of this day. When we can finally stop talking about the games that don't matter and start talking about the regular season. Andrew, your time has come. How are you feeling, my man? I can't believe that football starts on Thursday. I, I My brain like went into a, a weird shock moment earlier today when I realized Thursday is the first day of football. And then the Eagles actually play less than a week from today. We're recording on Monday. They play on Sun. Yeah, sun, the 10th. Jesus. They play. I'm. 
I'm so excited that I forget what day they play on. Clearly, so uh, it, I'm 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 excited that we are past the preseason. I'm I'm glad that you know we we saw what we needed to see. We saw some poor backup quarterback play. Well, not so much by Tanner McKee, but now we can finally see our boy Jalen hit the field, see all of our big guns. So I'm super excited to hash this out. Like you know, Alex, I'll kick this over to you. But first, just want to let everyone know I'm a little shocked. Right now, Vegas looks like they have the Eagles number at 11 and a half. Yeah. So, so over an 11 and a half, over 11 and a half is actually a, a slight better price than under. So, uh, Vegas is likes us around 11 wins. I will get into it, but I'm a little shocked by that. Alex, how you doing, bud? Dude, I'm so pumped. Um, all my fantasy drafts are done. Uh, felt like I had a pretty good, uh, pretty good pool. Uh, I didn't get, I did get Jalen Hurts in one league with Dallas Goddard, so I'm excited for that. Um, but Andrew, we have a swing in it picks upcoming soon later this Swing week it. right we have so much coming on i think last year's vegas lines were nine and a half if i'm not mistaken i think that's where that's where vegas liked us last year i don't know if there's a way you can look it up um but yeah man i'm i'm really excited um can't wait even just for the chiefs lions game to to start on thursday and just what a nice little teaser this weekend just to kind of get us back in the mood uh i know that you know we're not big college fans here but if you guys watch the colorado game this weekend wild ali and i are actually now a, 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 we have pledge allegiance basically to uh coach prime and the colorado buffaloes that is now officially <laughs> our college squad um everyone else needs to hop on board but uh yeah no it's really exciting a lot of drama filled and just so many more weekends to go um why don't we hop into it why don't we give our predictions let's go week through week uh, you know, we'll try to keep it quick so we're not belaboring the point, but let's let's get into it. So in our house here, Vince, you are our guest. Talk us through week one at the Patriots 425 game. What is your uh, what is your uh, uh, expected outcome here? The 425 game on the East Coast. That's like Three the new games. thing, man. We have two one o'clock games, two yeah. one o'clock games this whole entire season. It's bizarre. Yeah, that's that Tom Brady stuff, though. They want to give him his roses for the whole 1 o'clock window. They're going to be chatting it up, and then he's going to take <laughs> over the whole 4 o'clock window, too. But I won't belabor the point anymore. That's a win. We are way better than the Patriots. We're going to go up there, spoil Tom's fun, just like we did when we won that chip and put one on the board. Love it. Yeah, Vince, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a win. I think it's going to be a sweaty one, though. Uh, week one of last year, it looked like we were going to run away against the Lions. The Lions ended up making that a very scary game. Uh, DeAndre Swift, though, will now be wearing those beautiful green jerseys instead. Uh, surprisingly, the Eagles are only a four-point favorite, probably just because they're on the road, but I'm still taking the Eagles to start off the season with a dub. 1-0. So I'm actually going to go against the grain here. A little well, good bit of for a you, Alex. Take. Good for little- you. A little bit of a hot take. I actually think week one is, and mind you, just because I say this doesn't mean I hope that this is what's going to happen, by the way. Um, I do think we will have a close loss in week one. And I think it's going to be the best thing that's going to happen to us. So much hype. Every single leaderboard has us right near the top. Everyone says that we are the top team in the NFC. Just made it to a Super Bowl. Lost some defensive talent. I think early on in the season, we need a wake-up call right away. I like where we're at. I like where we're going to be the next several weeks. 
but I do think a loss in week one is going to whip our guys into shape and be the best thing that could happen in an early moment because nobody talks about sloppy wins. Everyone talks about losses. I want to see that. Alex, we we already had a wake-up call in the fact that we lost the Super Bowl. Like, what what more do we need, right? This is the Patriots. Granted, the defense is actually pretty stout. Their defensive line, I've been super impressed with them, the way they get after the quarterback, the way they're able to stop the run. They've got some good playmakers on the outside in their cornerbacks, but at the same time, we've got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and DeAndre Swift and Jalen mother effing hurts out there slinging it for us. The biggest question mark that I have and that I've had this entire offseason is what our defense is going to do. But frankly, it looks like we're going to be coming in as a uh, more of like a, a dime defense look because we've only got three linebackers on the depth chart. I don't fear Mac Jones. And if we're able to stop the run, I think this game ends pretty quickly. I think we go into halftime with a very comfortable lead and... And we come out with a win at the end of this game. I to can't wait to fair, see. We're going to stop. Ezekiel Elliott, I'm so glad we see him game one. We're just going to make him <laughs> consider retirement. Just like, go home, dude. So, with your so, nose piercings. To be fair, I think we can beat every single team on our schedule. It's it, That is not the question to me, is are we more talented than the Patriots are? The Patriots also have Bill Belichick as a coach. And I've had several more weeks to prepare for this one game where we all know that Bill is going to be on the hot seat here. So the I Patriots think they're number one receiver is like Devontae seat. Parker. Like they have nobody. They have and Mac Jones is not isn't half the quarterback that Jalen Hurts is. So you know what, Alex? I, I appreciate you bringing a little I want to be on of... your side, guys. I am on your I want to win this game. I do I'm not gonna be here and saying, Yeah, that's it. I told those guys over there lose. No, I'm going to be rooting with you guys. I'm just saying I think week one we start a little bit slow. All Vince, right. Well, am I am I out of my mind here, Vince? Am I out of my mind? Yeah, I've been silent, which is not typically my MO because I'm I'm aghast at the nonsense coming out of your mouth, Alex. This is a win all day, every day. Awesome. Awesome. Well, well, Alex, since uh, since you went against the grain, why don't you – you know, I have a feeling which way – actually, no. Actually, now I have no idea. You might just take us to lose every week. Who do you who do you like for uh, our Thursday night? Because, you know, we're only getting a couple days of rest. We're playing on Sunday, then we're yeah. playing on Thursday. I don't know. It might We might not get enough rest. We might be sleeping on the field. So, anyway, Alex, who do you like uh, week two hosting the Vikings? Yeah, and also, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Ali is going to be coming down from Minnesota, and we're going to be going to the game together. Um, If anything, I want it to be like last year's Vikings game, home opener Thursday night, primetime Kirk Cousins throwing it to Darius Slay all game. I do not think the Minnesota Vikings are good. They had the most one point, I'm sorry, one possession differential where they kept winning and losing games by one possession. Uh, that kind of luck cannot sustain. I just do not think that they are that good. So I think it is a win. It is a convincing win. And I think it's going to be very similar to what Vince and I saw last year um, at the link. So Vince, what do you think? Yeah, that game was wild. I kept looking at you in disbelief as he just kept chucking the ball up to our team. <laughs> Darius Slay, man. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, re- I forgot that we were at a professional game for a second when we were there. That was awesome. Yeah, this is a, all I need to see is the time of this game, 8.15 p.m. <laughs> the lights are on. One game on the television. We all know what that means. That's game over for my man, Kirk 
Kurt, whatever his name is, cousin. That's a win for the Eagles. He is the anti Deion Sanders. He is com- he completely lacks prime time. He's got zero yeah. prime time ability. If if prime time was a Madden rating, uh, Kirk- Kirkland Cousins would probably be in the negative somewhere. So yes. I'm I'm with you, Vince. I'm a little scared of this game. I'm not going to mm. lie. I can see this game being a wake up call. I can see us spanking the Patriots week one. Us feeling ourselves. Actually, you know, not getting all of the a full week of rest could come back to hurt us. But it's hard to feel like because you know it, it is Kurt Cousins on a on, in a primetime game. It's the Eagles home opener. I Alex and Ali will both be there. So if you guys let if you let the Vikings off the hook, you might as well just leave this ding dang podcast. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm going with the win. I'll go with the win. Well, uh, I would surely hate to be uh, my last two Eagles games that I sat and watched out to be losses. Um, it would be pretty terrible, especially if it's against the Vikings, because I got to eat a lot of crow when I come back here to Minnesota and got to deal with all the Vikings fans here. Uh, so I'm going to sit back and say this is a comfortable win. Um, I'll call him one o'clock Kirk because that's, you know, whenever he performs, that's, that's the only time he performs. Um, I just don't see the talent that's there, aside from Justin Jefferson, obviously, to be able to beat us um, on defense. Uh, Their defense is extremely weak against the pass. You guys saw how close that game was in the playoffs against the Giants. And then we saw the Giants last year, the week after, and we stomped them, right? Like, there's no question who was the more dominant team. And I have no question that on any given Sunday, any given Thursday in this in this specific case, these two teams with the talent levels that we have on both rosters that we don't walk away with a comfortable win. Yeah, and at this point, it looks like they have a rookie, Jordan Addison, who's probably going to be one of their starting wide receivers. And, you know, week two into the NFL, uh, going against either Bradbury or Slay, I got to imagine that's going to be a pretty difficult <laughs> test. Yeah, I mean, it's like, welcome to the NFL. And... Um, yeah, I mean, you know, they, they lost Alvin Cook. Now it looks like Alexander Madison is going to be their starting running back. You know, there's a the jury's out in a sense. Uh, not really quite sure how he's going to pan out. He's been solid as a backup, but um, it, it does seem like they're not as good as they were last year. And so, you know, I think I think I'm, I, I think that makes a lot of sense that all four of us are probably leaning uh, for you know towards a W on this one. Yeah, damn Philly as your first away game. That is rough. Thursday yeah, night. It can only get easier after that. Yeah, they, they're going to – our boys are going to be sauced up. I expect uh, Alex and Ali to be sauced up too when they get in there. So, yeah. Sorry oh, you go and learn. You go and learn, Rook. You go and learn. <laughs> All right, moving All right. on to week three where we've got uh, at Tampa Bay, at the Buccaneers, our, our dear friend Baker Mayfield. Uh, he m- may play well or may – just complete continue to do the the Kirk Cousins method, which is you know throwing it to to our, our man big play slay. Um, Andrew, I'm going to kick it right back to you. How do you see this game going? You know we'll be well rested at this point because now we go from Thursday uh, September 14th to Monday September mm. 25th. So you got 11 oh, wow. days. That's almost a buy in between there. Um, not that I think that we 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 will need that against the Buccaneers. Uh, Baker Mayfield, say no more. Um, I am, I'm intrigued by Baker Mayfield on this offense because they have Chris Godwin still, they have Mike Evans still. Um, I think Rashad white is now their running back, uh, after they've had Leonard Fournette the past couple of years. Uh, again, it seems like 
they are probably they 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 look to be a downgrade. Yeah, when you go from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield, you're 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 downgrading. So uh, we're starting the sucker off three and zero. Give me a, give me an Eagles win, Alex. What about you? Yeah, uh, I don't see how we we don't win this game. It is a little bit worrisome to think about the 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 last time Tampa it wasn't totally sold on their quarterback. Remember. Fitzmagic was down there and totally lit us up and wore Deshaun Jackson's oh. clothes to the to the presser afterwards. So <laughs> I definitely have a little bit of PTSD from that. I think that was the first game of the season. Nick Foles was that after the Super Bowl? Is that was that 2018? Um, yeah, Fitzpatrick had like four touchdowns and like over 400. It was yards. it, it was, was such an insane display and 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 that was uh, a way for him to go. So uh, all that being said. We've beat Baker Mayfield. Kyle Trask is if he's going to be fighting. These are just two no Who? names. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's a that's a pretty convincing W for me. Pull the uh, pull the old Aaron Rodgers. I've never heard of you. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Vince? Yeah. Say no more. It's a win. Yeah. If Tom <laughs> thought this team was worth anything. He would have stuck around. Yeah. That's Tom a Brady yeah. lives, eats, breathes, sleeps. <laughs> so like if he thought this team had a shot and in a soft nfc he would have stuck around so that's enough for me well Maybe he, he already uh, had his eyes on his new sweetheart you know because because <laughs> now all the tabloids you know him and irena you know they really they're just lighting up my yahoo page every day oh, okay tom yeah <laughs> yeah alex obviously we're gonna have to go back and and bleep that out vince this is a this is a fam no we can keep it no, no, no. I already, no. already jotted down the time. I'm already gonna do it. Yeah, got it. Yeah. <laughs> now I gotta do it again. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, put me down as well for another win at the Buccaneers. Um, you know, the biggest question mark I have is like the the temperature um, <laughs> being the biggest factor because I really don't see the Buccaneers being that big of a factor. Well, like you think it'll be hot. In Tampa yeah, Bay I mean, still? it's 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 still September in Tampa Bay. Global warming. There may be a hurricane going around. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you never know. hurricane I, season. I, I feel like the weather is going to be the biggest threat to the Eagles in this game. Fair enough. That's what's crazy about football. You know, you can go from playing in absolute heat and then, you know, go to Buffalo next week and get smothered in freaking snow. That's why uh, I don't like dome teams. No domes. No, no domes. domes. No Ma- domes. That's what football is, man. Like, go play, in the, play in the elements. Play in your hometown. Like, that is what is unique to you anyway. I feel you. All right, Vince, why don't you start us off with, uh, so week four, about a quarter way through the season, we will be hosting our first NFC East uh, opponent of the season will be hosting the commanders. That'll be October 1st, one o'clock game, one of two one o'clock games. Uh, like you said before, uh, how rare it is. How are you feeling about hosting uh, this, this Washington team? Yeah. I think there's another win. Who's their, who's their quarterback? Sam Howell. Yeah. Howell. That's a win. That's a win. Yeah. Only thing that's interesting is like, this is, you go through a little bit of an early gauntlet with number one wideouts. Like you go from Jay Jet to Mike Evans. Love Mike Evans. Still one of my favorite players. Having like, in my mind, one of the quietest Hall of Fame careers I've ever seen from a wideout. Just consistency, consistency. Like and then a thousand for how many Ford. straight years? Like seven or yeah. eight years of just yeah, a thousand crazy. yards. Yeah. Um, and then you got Terry McLaurin, who always has our number. My man is like Jason Witten from old. Always open. Don't understand why, but like, <laughs> dude catches 15 balls on us every game. Every game. Um, yep. Without fail. 
So, I understand why. It's John, it was it was Jonathan Gannon's defense. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I left that open for you. That was the T. That was me putting the ball on the T for you. Oh, I appreciate. Did you guys see that clip of Jonathan Gannon talking to the Cardinals and they just look oh so goodness. unimpressed? Like Buddha Baker looks like he's like, I, you got how that do fire I get traded? In your gut? Hey, you got that fire in your gut? Well, I want some killers, so you 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 better light that fire in your gut <laughs> and you talk about buffalo buffalo wild wings oh man did you guys yeah did you guys did you guys take the bus here it's like what what are you talking about what is this man talking because you about you got a traveling violation on on that play so uh <laughs> did you take the did you bus here he looks cool, so John. did you see the one i forget what player he was trying to do like a handshake with them he's like "Woo, yeah you're 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 flying, man. You're it's so and awkward. He is like he is a year away from having that stupid haircut where it's just like nothing but like a poof on the front of your head. And oh, just the like sides. All the, all the just, other hair is just like thinning out. Like there's probably a time where Jonathan Gannon was probably like you know a fine looking dude with a decent hairline, but as he ages, he's just gonna look dumber, and he's because he is dumb. And I'll never forgive that mother. Anyway, uh, let's get so commanders. I'm actually going to take us for a loss this week. I don't know why, oh. but I there one, one of the, uh, one of the sports books are giving a boost for the Eagles to start off the season four and oh. And so of course I took it. And so I'm counting on something stupid to happen for mm. me to lose that bet. So, um, obviously I'm, I'm not afraid of Sam Howell, although he is kind of like this Taylor Heineke ratty, dude who can run and you know they're always a little bit scary so just because it's a numbers game taking us for a loss well um i think this is gonna be a win i mean i i don't again sam howell i think he's got like a lot of upside as a quarterback but four games into the season isn't enough to really find your identity as a quarterback so i got us a a win for this game yeah, I mean, I do have a little bit of a worry. Uh, wasn't it uh, Taylor Heineke with the ridiculous roughing the You're... passer? Uh, yo, you guys need to chill. I say, <laughs> hey, I like the Taylor Heineke story. I like what he does. I like that he buys Jordans after everyone. He's automatically my boy. He ain't my boy. Heineke yeah. ain't my boy. But, hey man, um, hey hey! As soon as you say you like someone not on the Eagles, especially so when he's st- when he starts messing up, I'm like Alex, what's up yeah. with your boy, man? Yeah, your boy, your boy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's gonna be a win. I have us down as a win, but uh, you know, don't be don't be surprised if if something crazy happens like last year. Let's move forward with some of these. I think we have some really juicy games that are coming up near the end of the year that I definitely want to spend some time on. Um, Week five at the Rams. I think the Rams are in total free fall right now. Um, they basically sold their entire future for a Super Bowl. Then it happened. I don't see them doing anything special for the next several uh, seasons, most likely. So I'm going to go with a win um, there. Vince, what do you think? Win. Next. Yeah, yeah win. Next. Done. I read something lately that Matthew Stafford is having trouble connecting with his teammates because he's 35 and they like call him <laughs> sir. And, and, but then I'm like, imagine like a skit where Matthew Stafford runs up. Yo, that's lit, bro. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> here I am. I'm 35 and I'm putting myself in his shoes and I wouldn't know the first ding dang thing to talk about. So, I mean, I would just try to be cool. like, you guys know Ray Sremmerd? Like, they got some good songs, you know? Did you know that Ray Sremmerd is just ear drummers backwards? Yeah, I bet you didn't. They'll be like, yo. And I'll be like, see, that's a real crowd pleaser for you. Anyway, yeet. you know what I did there? Yeet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeet. Yeah. Dude, Sway Lee. I got to, I got to, I love that guy. Anyway, all right. So. <laughs> We're on the Rams. Yeah. Matthew Stafford, he's 35. He's got, no, he can't connect with his teammates uh, through conversation and through the air. <laughs> so uh, we're going to win. I'll leave. Yeah. Take us home on this one. I agree. This is a win. Uh, let's move on to the Jets here because I think this is going to be the first test for the Eagles uh, in the season with Aaron Rodgers and basically the Green Bay Packers of the Northeast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You got Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, um, who's this, uh, Garrett Wilson, uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year from last year. This team is loaded, man, and pretty much all they needed last year was a a solid quarterback. They've got the defense. This is going to be a tough matchup. Um, I think this is where the Eagles meet their first loss. I'm on the fence on this. I think... Fortunately, though, we have done very well against Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm going to give us a win here. Not a convincing win. I think it's going to come down to last possession, overtime, field goal. I think it's going to be really close. I'm really excited to see that division this year with all of them battling it out, having Aaron Rodgers in the AFC. I think it's going to be really exciting. Um, So I'll certainly just be paying attention to Quick side note, are you guys watching Hard Knocks with the Jets? I've seen a couple of clips. Yeah, I haven't actually sat down and watched it either. Um, I did watch the Lions one. It actually made me like really like their their squad a little bit. So anyway, I actually I can't say that. You're like, your boys, your boys, (laughs) you're doing this, your boys, your boy Jerry Campbell. (laughs) Your boy Campbell. Yeah, the last Hard Knocks. Yeah, when Dan Campbell asked if he could bring a real lion onto the field, I'm like, yeah, I like this guy. This is my guy right here. (laughs) The last Hard Knocks I watched was the Raiders because I was debating if I wanted to keep Antonio Brown as like as a keeper. Uh, and so, and so I'm like literally watching hard knocks to scout Antonio Brown. How's he looking? And he just looks like a freak, of course. And then two weeks later, he's like throwing a cabana boy out the window or like doing just some ridiculous stuff. Uh, yeah, you know, that was before he took his shirt off mid game and just was like, peace. I guess I'll see you guys when I see you. Um, anyway, hard knocks, quick, New York Jets. Qu- qu- quick, quick note here. Quick note here. Um, Andrew, four and two. Don't do you even like the Eagles? I'm at five and one. Do you even like the Eagles? It's all I'm part just, of the story. I'm it's just all curious. Part like, of do, the, do you even like this team? Because I have all, five wins. You only have four at this point. This is it's insane, all dude. part of this beautiful season where there are even though we 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 lost in the Super Bowl, I think that there are very very high expectations of the Eagles. I think that it wouldn't be the craziest thing for us to not get off to the greatest or or uh, yeah four and two like not that that's bad but we we expect greatness so that four and two feels bad but i feel like we're just gonna hit a little bit a little bit of adversity at the beginning of the year and then find our just just kind of keep on packing the punch as the year goes so uh so yeah i'm gonna take them as a loss to the jets um 
you know, foreshadowing a little bit because they do play the Dolphins next week, and I like I like them to win one of those games and lose one of those games. So, uh, who's who didn't did uh, did anybody else not not yeah, pick yet? Me. So I, that's a loss too. So first loss I put up there. Like I was watching the Jets defense for some reason at the end of last year. Mostly because the Eagles kind of got boring at the end, just because they kept smacking teams around. So I started watching the Jets, <laughs> and like that defense is legit. They don't. They never had a QB, but that defense basically kept them in games. And like all the QB had to do was score like a touchdown, and they could not do that at True. the end of the season. And so I don't. That, I can't think of a time a where point. I can't think of a time where we beat Aaron Rodgers when he's been at like full health with the fully healthy Devontae. The last last game he banged up his his uh, thumb, right? So we didn't. He wasn't even playing healthy that full game. And then the game before that, I'm trying to remember. Devontae Wait. got hurt. Devontae was going crazy on us, and then got hurt, and we ended up winning that game too. But it was really only yeah, in my mind was, uh, because Devontae was hurt. There was like a Monday was... night game a couple years ago where he yep. like threw an interception at the very end, and it was like a very unexpected win. So who's yeah, I the think Devon- that was the twenty. Who's the Devonte of the Jets then, Vince? Garrett like, Wilson who's... is no slouch. He's not Devonte, but that 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 man can play. Yeah, he's good. And now you got someone that can actually throw him the rock. Like, this is not going to be that. This is going to be a tough. Like, this might be that old school defensive battle. You got yeah. two D yeah. lines that are just eaten. So Aaron Rodgers, that quick release, that that that's kind of what helped him mm-hmm. beat us in the past. We just couldn't yeah. ever get to him because there's quick release. So this this week was the opposite of week one, where Alex was the only one who took a loss week one. Now Alex is the only one who took a win uh, week six at the Jets. So now, um, yeah, congrats, very good. You made up for you made up for yourself, and now I'm I'm the hater of uh, the biggest hater here. So week seven, we are hosting the Dolphins. This is another primetime game. This will be an eight twenty game. Should be a great showdown against uh, Tua and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. And whoever's the whoever the running back is, probably Raheem Mostert and a combination of others. But um, I'll start us off. Like I said before, I need a, I saw the Jets and the Dolphins as just, a, you know, we're going to split. And so I will take us winning the game at home against the Dolphins in prime on, on prime time. A nice little bounce back statement win. Um, Vince, I'll kick it over to you. Yeah, it's, it's two of playing this game. <laughs> or is he in the concussion protocol by week? Where are we at? Week seven. Guys, I'm I'm like legitimately worried about Tua. Like this guy's brain is gonna turn into dust. Like let alone mush. Like I, I'm I'm actually worried about him as a human being. I, I he he might actually just retire middle of the season. Because his crazy just is can't that he play. came back last year after like that really the second yeah. nasty hit. And he still played really, really well, like when he was able to take the field. So, I mean, we we didn't see any sort of lingering or lasting effects. And I guess one would assume that he's still, as long as he's passing, you know, passing the protocol, that we're still going to see a very high octane offense in Miami. But I'm like you. I mean, some of the like it's hard to watch when when somebody's getting their head slammed against the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so my answer is loss. Like I, I oh, for some reason in my mind, I just see Tyreek just running all over us, like just wide open, can't stick him. He's still going up, so he's still in his prime. So I thought about this with Jay Jetta too. Like he's he's ascending in his skill. Our two defenders that are still elite are de- are decelerating. They're getting older. So at some point, that's going to have to overtake 
and just pure athleticism. 20-year-old Mike is going to overtake 30-plus-year-old. Jonathan Gannon Still. isn't the, the D coordinator anymore. We don't, we're, we got this. We're fine. We are and good. It's, it's okay. We, we got to put losses in here somewhere. So. I, <laughs> I mean, it's very interesting that you've got back-to-back losses against the Jets and then against the, the other AFC East team and yeah. the Dolphins. I, yeah. um, I also love, a, love, I love some drama. A, lo, a little, like early to mid-season drama are the Eagles legit going into the bye what's going on they lost two in a row what's Vince if this happens if this happens Vince I'm turning off all of my social media because I'm not going to be able to handle all of the Eagles haters out there talking about how illegitimate this team is despite the fact that we have the number one most difficult schedule going into this season so I've got the Eagles with a W two in two out doesn't really matter um, I just don't don't see this team as a legitimate contender. They've got some elite weapons on the outside. I just don't see Tua's ability to be effective in the NFL as a quarterback as something that needs to be feared. Yeah, I don't think I disagree. I think Mike McDaniel is super corny. Um, I yeah. think if they had another head coach in their position, um, it would probably be a pretty convincing loss but um i think we will pull out the w here i just don't think he's a very i don't know i i I feel like their their roster and like you talk about tyreek hill jalen waddle to uh um what are they doing in the running back position that's so bizarre that they just haven't like actually sold out um over there yet um they were looking at jonathan taylor and that seemed like yeah that's a really good point yeah that's a really good point and yeah i think if I think they are one really good running back away from um, being one of the best teams in the AFC, like a top three or four. But um, I think we are going to pull out the win here. Um, I think it's just going to come down to coaching. It's going to be a duel. This is something where Jalen Hurts is going to have an enormous chip on his shoulder because of what happened in college. So I think that um, we are going to get a W here. I think it's going to be an awesome game. Probably the most exciting game uh, the first half of this season. I literally cannot wait for this game. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. And then, all right, well, Alex, start us off. We're, we're, we're playing the Commanders again. Uh, so this will be the second of our two matchups. This time we'll be at Washington. for. Uh, so the only 1 o'clock games this season are against Washington. So is that just is that just complete disrespect for Sam Howell and the Commanders? I mean, probably. No, we've got um, another one against the Cardinals at the end of the year. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, <laughs> Mr. Gannon. John, Gannon Gannon against our Gannon against our threes at that point. That's a while. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I, I, man. It, it, division games are always different, man. It's what I say every single season. Like the Giants, actually, they've been awful against us recently. But like, we're gonna probably split with the Cowboys. I, I, I do think we will win this game. I'm gonna mark it as a W, but. It's just always one of those things. Even when the the Patriots were at their prime, they were still uh, they're still splitting every season with the Dolphins. They actually look historically it's 50-50. It's just like interdivision games are always different. Don't talk anything out in the NFC East as a blowout. I'm going to give us a win here starting 7 and 1. Uh, like I said, like I said, we're going to start off slow, but we're coming back with some vengeance, but I'm going to give us the win here. Uh Andrew, what do you think? Uh, because I took them as losing uh, in week four, I think they write the ship this time in a convincing way. Uh, there's no way that we go. zero and two to the commanders. So, uh, yeah, nice bounce back here. T- 
taking them for a win. And that puts them at six and two. Six and two, rock solid. I'm fine with that. Vince. I Yeah. That's this six, is a win for I, me. Six and two, man. I'm just like I'm still I'm still, you know, just just really upset about your first commander's loss, Andrew. I just I don't see it happening. Anyway, sorry, I digress. <laughs> Vince, back to you. Yeah, no, nah, that's a win. I think this smells like a QB controversy sort of uh, season around this time for commanders. Sam Howe ain't ain't it. They don't have anyone in the wing, so they're just throwing darts at the board trying to, to hope something sticks. I agree. Yeah. All right. I got I got us uh, with a win at this uh, on this week right here. So uh, me and Alex leading the the pack so far at seven and one. Andrew and Vince at six and two. Still disappointed about the back to back losses, Vince. But you know <laughs> we'll uh, we'll continue um, to week nine versus the Cowboys at home, November fifth at four twenty five p.m. I have this game as a blowout win where it is not going to be close uh, regards to who's the unquestioned leader in the NFC East. I, I got us hey. as a win in this. In blowout this and that plays the whole game plus all their starters play, right? Yeah. This is like the convincing, yes. no, Hurts plays all game, Dak plays all game. We got no all Cooper the Rush. arrows. No, no Gardner Minshew versus Cooper Rush nonsense. Word. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Ali. Put that put me on there for a win too. Then I Sweet. am gonna actually say that I want all that to happen. We usually split with the Cowboys, so I'm gonna say after a wonderful start to the season, the Eagles are gonna be seven and two uh, by the end of that Cowboys week. We have a tough time playing in Jerry World, even when Jalen Hurts does play down there. So I am going to say that this first one is going to be a loss heading into the bye before we enter the gauntlet. Andrew, what say you? Well, joke's on you because we're going to be in Philly World that week. So I think that is an Eagles win. Oh, that is a home game. We save Jerry World for later, and we'll cross that bridge when we get that that stupid-ass freaking place, that stupid Jerry freaking dumb jones okay so uh yeah uh this is yeah okay yeah week nine this is a week before going into the bye we're at home it's a nice 425 nice little you know afternoon you know it's probably starting to get dark a little bit earlier you know there's a little bit of uh you know it's post halloween anyway i don't know what i'm trying to do here i'm gonna take them for a win um going into going into the bye on a high note Love it, yeah. And even though that game is going to be home, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna mark us as a as a as a loss. There, it's a lot of <laughs> games to win in a row there. So, regardless, um, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna stick with mine. Doubling to the bye week. Yeah, go ahead. Doubling Alex. down, Alex. Doubling down. Um, if you guys if you guys don't mind, I'd like to jump in during the bye week here with a little bit of intermission. Um, I put something together for you guys, and I wanted to get your thoughts, reactions live. Uh, for our listeners on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, we do have a YouTube page, um, and this live reaction from these guys is going to be present on YouTube. So, if you guys can take like a quick intermission, watch this video that I put together, this 2023 Philadelphia Eagles hype video. Would love your thoughts. Do we? <laughs> Thank you.
You know, you put music to anything, it's just gonna like it's gonna jerk you around a little bit. It's gonna it's gonna tug at the heartstrings. You know, uh, look, I'm excited. I just watched the whole video and I didn't even see like AJ Brown or Devonte Smith. So it's like the the yeah. there's just so much that like I cannot freaking wait to see, man. Yeah, I changed my. We're winning every single game this season. We're, we're not having one loss. Uh, Ali, wonderful, wonderful video uh, by anyone that is that is listening to the podcast. Make sure you can uh, check it out on YouTube. I can't wait for that to drop, Ali. What a what a wonderful surprise, man! That's really great. Sweet. Let's uh, let's head out of the bye week into the gauntlet, shall we? Yeah, as we just started a video off with watching us suffer the defeat of Super Bowl. 50 whatever stupid year it was last year we go to kansas city to arrowhead after the bye monday night showdown with andy reed and the chiefs i'll let you guys go first here i've set the stage ali really set the stage i'm just i'm just uh, vince start us off man how you feeling about this this rematch if you will with kansas city yeah, so I think it's a win, but I'm just checking right now because I'm pretty sure that this is actually coming off of a bye for the Chiefs as well. It and is. We all know oh, our man Andy Reid always got something cooking up his sleeve after a bye week. So I think we squeak this one out with a win. I think we'll be uh, puckered up tight for pretty much the whole game, <laughs> but then something will break our way to kind of open it up towards the end, and we will – be relieved well before the clock hit zero zero in the fourth quarter. Win. Yeah, my my perspective on this is, you know, not a must win game from a playoff contention standpoint. From from a must win game from a coaching, from a personnel, from a player, from a leadership perspective. We we have to go into Arrowhead and take back what was rightfully stolen from us. That awful night in in phoenix with the with the field and i'm not blaming the field for the loss but it definitely worked out better in kansas city favor because our defensive unit who led the league in sacks couldn't get their footing to uh leverage their 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 talent on all of that so in my opinion it is a must win game we have to win that game so i'm just gonna put us down for uh for w So I'll take this game um, as the first week in the NFL season where uh, people are going to start looking at us as not contenders. I have us losing this week um, in a pretty tough loss, and it's going to result in a lot of the sports media world looking at us and saying, hey, maybe the Eagles are just a really, really good football team, just not championship worthy. And I think that's what's going to be the storyline that leads into the rest of this gauntlet and the rest of the season and into the playoffs of everyone looking at the Philadelphia Eagles as the team that is really good on the NFC side, but can't really beat anyone tough on the AFC side. So I got us as a loss on this week, a tough loss, a close loss, but a loss nonetheless. I am also taking the Eagles to lose this game. Um, and I think that where there will be a lot of disappointment because we don't get over the hump of beating the Chiefs, I think that is because the best is still yet to come for the Eagles. So I think that even suffering this loss, you know, a little over halfway through the season, I think they're going to be just fine. I'm happy to take 
you know, to lose this round if it means I'm I'm happy to lose this battle if it means we win the war. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm gonna take us for a loss, uh, seven and three, still very comfortable. And again, I don't like. Uh, it sets up the next week where I think the Eagles have a good opportunity to bounce back. You're home against the Bills. It's uh, I'm going to take them to beat the Bills. It's hard It's hard to, for me to see the Eagles losing back-to-back weeks at any point because I just feel like they're too good for that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take us to lose against the Chiefs and then, uh, and then following week put us for a W against the Bills. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't ever see back-to-back losses, <clears throat> Vince. Um, uh, against our Eagles. Um, I, I just don't trust Josh Allen. Um, a lot of times last season, he was looking more like 2017 Josh Allen. And you're like, what is this guy doing? What was he thinking? Um, he's got great arm talent, but reminds me a little bit of Carson Wentz sometimes. So I got us as a win against the Bills. A few weeks ago, um, I was playing intramural volleyball and we made the playoffs and we were going up against the number one seed in the quarterfinals. The team that we played didn't lose a match all year. They were totally stacked. They practice. They're really good. They went in there, played a little bit laxed, and we got it into extra points, capped it out, and we ended up kicking off the number one team to make the championship, and it was so exciting. As a result, we played a team that we thought that we could beat, And I think we exerted all of our energy the match before. And that was our Super Bowl. That was our championship to knock out that number one seed. And even though we lost the championship game, the team came up to us and said, yeah, that was your championship game last week. Congratulations on a great season. So I do think after a win at the Chiefs, we will lose to the Bills. There's going to be a little bit of drama out there. But I think that win at Arrowhead is going to be much more impactful. Vince, what, what say yeah, you? I'm right there with you. I think this is an energy thing. So no matter what what Sirianni says, and I think he's an excellent coach and has a has a beat on the quote unquote soft skills of running a team, like almost uh, probably 80 percent of the team was on that field, experienced that loss last year. So no matter what Sirianni says, this is going to be like the Chiefs will be the mid year Super Bowl, and you're. That's just going to give us – it's Monday night, all eyes on you, so then it's, we're just up for a letdown. Still a fine-played game. They're not going to blow us out by any stretch of the imagination, but it's just going to be sloppy, like one of those really sloppy, what the heck are you doing type of games. Derek Barnett out there pulling 15-yard penalties left and right type of type of situations where we lose to the Bills. Yeah. Vince, why don't you take us into a San Francisco week? Oh, that's a win. I'm not saying anything else. Screw those guys. Screw their fans. <laughs> I will. I cannot lose to this team. We we will never lose to them again just because of all the energy that they put out into the universe after we stomped them I'm and right took there two of you. their QBs out legally, <laughs> mind you. Yeah, by um, that point, we might be seeing Sam Darnold. To be honest, uh, he is their he is their official. QB two, especially now that they've traded Trey Lance to the cow, the Cowboys, um, which hey could be foreshadowing. Who knows if the following, but we'll get there. Uh, I'm I'm right there with you, Vince. I am uh, I am taking the 49ers to lose because they talk a lot of smack, and I think that they're going to eat those words because they're jerks. And so, um, I mean, that's what else do you need to know? So uh, give me an Eagles W. I mean, yeah, 
they are talented. They have good players. They have McCaffrey. They have they have Debo. They have Brandon Ayuk. Whatever. George Kittle. Greg Kittle. George Kittle. What's yeah, George Kittle. But whatever. They don't have a quarterback. We're good. Yeah. And and the, and the thing that's going to happen with this team is that Christian McCaffrey is going to sprain his ankle again, or like something's going to happen, and they're like, oh, <laughs> injury. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't care what anyone says. I know everyone always does the comp to Tom Brady because he was picked so late. Brock Purdy is has literally no features that would make you think he's a franchise quarterback. He came Small into size. the game. He 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 did what he needed to do as a backup, and he was salvageable. You're telling me that Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold are going to be the 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 top offense or whatever lists we're looking at, like NFL.com and these interns are putting together, you're out of your minds. Like, like, have... like, like bring back Jimmy G like do something Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold. Like you're, you're, you're absolutely crazy. That is a convincing win. Brock Purdy is a fraud that got very lucky behind a very good offense last year, but he is not a franchise sustainable quarterback. Absolutely not. Never has there ever been a, QB one and two on a team that sound like complete hillbilly names, or you could say yeah. them in a complete hillbilly way, like Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold. They're yeah. the two lamest names that you yeah. could, they're, they're not sexy names. And Daniel and Jones is a real player. You know what I mean? And like <laughs> Daniel Jones, but Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold. Yeah. Not sexy. No, I, I don't. I, I totally agree. Ali, you better not say that there's a loss coming her way this week. <laughs> well, according to Andrew, just based on Brock Purdy's size alone, I think this is a, a win for the Eagles. Small um, thighs. Small, small thighs. Thigh, you can't win with small thighs. I, you I need better features. Agree. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't think Brock Purdy, I, I think he's going to be exposed this year. There's enough yeah. film on him right now to notice his tendencies. There's a reason why he was Mr. Irrelevant last year. You know, things like the story of Tom Brady happen once every generation because they are generational things that happen. Mm-hmm. I don't Tanner McKee. Think... Tanner McKee. Watch yeah. out. Still, that's the yeah. same thing, though. You know what I mean? He could come in and go on a seven-game streak. It doesn't mean he's a franchise quarterback. And his For and sure. his features are way better than Brock Purdy. The dude's like 6'5". Great dude's thighs. tall. Muscular thighs. Wonderful thighs. Like, just, just, just absolutely st- – yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big old holiday. Just a big old pork loin you just want to take a big old bite out of. <laughs> I'm clipping this. I'm clipping this. Uh, on uh, <laughs> clip it. On, on that note, on that note, we get into week 14 with what Andrew described as possible foreshadowing at home of the Jerry hillbillies. World, home of the hillbillies in December. I don't know if we actually have this information or not, but I wonder what uh, Nick Sirianni's record is in November and December. It's got to be good because his 2021 campaign proved to be pretty successful and we got into the playoffs because of a late season push last year. Obviously the record was what it was. I will think that we will continue sort of that trend of November, December being successful and sweeping the Cowboys this season. And I'll throw it over to Alex. Yeah. um, I'm going to give us the win here. That's it. We split with them. I don't know how it happens. If it happens this week or the, or the, or uh, when do we play them last week? Nine. Um, we're going to go for a W here. I'm what afraid of this game. Yeah. I'm afraid, and I don't want to be because I hate them. 
Um, I, I, I don't know. You know, it's really hard to know what the Cowboys' trajectory is going to be this season. We could see Trey Lance really being their, their starter at this point because Dak could be throwing interceptions, you know, intercepting his way to the bench. Um, and But Trey Lance might also not be anything more than just the third overall pick, just like Blake Bortles was and, you know, earned a bunch of money to – well, they, they did almost go to a Super Bowl, but that wasn't because of him. They just had a really good defense. My point being is Tony Pollard is a very good player. CeeDee Lamb is a very good player. I think Brandon Cooks is probably going to be a pretty solid pickup for them. They still have Michael Gallup. Um, they still have Micah Parsons. I'm going to take them for a loss, and I hate doing it, but um, I don't know. I just uh, – it's hard for – it's. I'm, I just – I'm having a hard time with us sweeping the, the Cowboys, even though I believe we can – obviously, we're, we're, we're good enough to do that. But, oh, well, it hurts. It really hurts. I'm sorry. Yeah, I hear you, Drew. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm with you with all that, but this has to be the season that we finally see in our three and a half decades of life on Earth where we actually almost sweep the East. And this is the time where we finally show. So we're going to break that stupid graphic that whoever created that <laughs> two decades ago just keeps getting like, hopefully they got royalties off that thing because they love posting that thing up every <laughs> week, every year talking about this nonsense. We're going to break it finally. And week 14, we're going to beat the cowgirls. I love how it says girls here on the schedule. And this is when everyone knows we're going to win the East. So we just shut that narrative down. Week 14, don't have to worry about the rest of the, the, the season. Thanks for picking me up, guys. You know, it's I'm I'm really sorry that I had to be the one to ruin that that perfect streak of I got a fart. I don't know if you guys heard that, but that came out of my butt. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, I do think we're gonna be actually no, I'm gonna take us for a loss against the Seahawks too. This seems like a really this seems like a really um it's, this is going to be a this is going to be a stupid loss. This 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 is going to be the yep. loss that gets people their butts really puckered up. So make sure your fiber intake is low because that won't end well. I this one scares me. I um I don't know. Gino had a really nice resurgence last year, and I still have trouble thinking that he's like that good. But DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, uh, they do have a good a good group of running backs, and it's at Seattle. It's the twelfth man. Uh, again, we're better than Seattle, but this is going to be a scary loss at a scary time of the year. Um, so, yeah, this this puts me at nine and five. So that's wow. I, I feel like I feel like that's not yeah. great. I mean, it's a great position to be in. I think it's a great position to be in considering who we have to wrap up the season, because yes. there's a very still good, a very good chance that we win the NFC, even if we head into that week at nine and five. Um I, Vince, in the spirit of breaking streaks and breaking, you know, the, the two decade old thing that happens every every single season, I think this is going to be the first year since 2008 where we go into Seattle and we come out with a win. This is going to be a pretty historic game for the Eagles. The fact that we have not won in Seattle in 15 years just tells you how difficult it is to travel from the East Coast to the West Coast, and then beat this team. But I still have us walking away with a W. 
Russell Wilson was really good before he wasn't good. But that doesn't matter because he's not on the Seahawks anymore. But that's why it was also hard to beat them. because Yeah, we we could not get that man on the ground. Yeah. He'd have like five dudes, five eagles around him, and he'd somehow chasing them. It's it's wild. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah. I'm putting this as a loss. Oh, I'm sorry, Vincent. I'm, I'm jumping on you, Alex. I'm going to take a loss all because of what uh, Drew said. I just think we're, we're, this is a game where, like, Gino is going to look like a Hall of Famer. Like, Drew loves the bet. His odds to be an MVP are going to go, like, crazy after this game for some reason because we're just going to, like, let him look like a, a world beater. This will be Gino Super Bowl. This will be yes. Gino Super Bowl win, and then they'll lose in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, I really thought I was going to have the hot take here, but I actually agree with you, too. Um, I've thought that this is going to be a loss we, we can't win in seattle I it just hasn't happened in so long obviously different personnel but the coaching staff is still the same or at least the head coach is still the same so uh i'm going to say that we will lose this game it's going to be stupid uh, i have us at 10 and 4 right now so i'm not sitting here worrying about a thing heading against the end of the season but it's the nfl underdogs win against teams that they shouldn't have i think the seattle seahawks unfortunately, are going to be one of those teams. Now, week 16 um, against the Giants. This is going to be a Christmas game. I would love for us to wear our Kelly Green jerseys and they wear their red jerseys for that. It just seems like the only logical thing that they should do here. Um, It really just depends and comes down to one person and if he's playing or not. Boston Scott. If Boston Scott is playing, there is a 100% (laughs) chance that we will win. So the Philadelphia Eagles on Christmas, Santa's going to come. Boston Scott is going to absolutely destroy them. Can't wait to see it. Um, That's my Christmas Day plan, so I'm ready for that. Um, Let's go to Vince since I interrupted you earlier. Uh, What do you think about the Christmas Day game here? Yeah, that's a win. We all get our uh, those of us that celebrate. Christmas, yeah, we'll get our, yeah, our wish. Yeah. I don't know when Hanukkah is. Maybe Hanukkah, if Hanukkah is over Christmas this year. Uh, when Hanukkah, all... when Christmas does not fall during Hanukkah, you might as well just throw Hanukkah out the window. <laughs> you might as well just tell me it's not even a real freaking holiday. Because if it doesn't fall during Christmas, then I'm sorry. There is no holiday freaking spirit. It's just another stupid week plus one day because it's eight days of candles and it's not Christmas. It's not Christmas. <laughs> and also, for for our visually impaired folks, you can't do red and green, Alex. We learned this when they did the color rush, remember? I don't remember who it was that played. Mm. Remember they did color rush on Thursdays a couple of years ago? And there was this, this backlash because uh, folks that have that are colorblind couldn't tell which team was which. Just, just look for Boston Scott. He's just the shortest guy yeah. here. It's not, it's not hard. It's not just hard to for, pick out. Just look for 35 scoring. That's how you know. Yeah. <laughs> our visually impaired friends are lucky because they don't have to look at any of our mugs. They can just listen to our, our sweet, sweet voices. Yeah. Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. They can on our YouTube page. YouTube, winging it. Not Google if they're podcasts. visually impaired. <laughs> Subscribe and hit that notification bell, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you're visually impaired, you will still somehow see us. It's that it's it somehow has that ability. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this real simple, guys. I have us at nine and five on the year. I'm taking us to finish out the season with three wins. So uh, hosting the Giants, then hosting the Cardinals, then back at the Giants. I actually do see a reason that the Eagles obviously are going to need to to play their starters that final week um, because 
at finishing the year 12 and five, I think that that's going to be a really important final win to maybe give them the number one seed. Um, but I do think that there will be some sort of implication in that final game where they are going to need to win. And so, uh, therefore, um, yeah, they are winning the final three games of the year, 12 and five. Drew, I'm going to follow suit with you and give us losses in the final three games of the season Whoa. because I think they're going to be meaningless. And frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if the win in Seattle becomes like a Pyrrhic victory, kind of like Chicago was second. last year, where Jalen Hurts gets injured and we need all those weeks for him to come back and, and recover. Um, I don't you're see... You're the biggest the, Jonathan Gannon hater I know. And I can't I am the biggest actually... Jonathan Gannon hater. But you know what? Why does it make sense for us to play our starters if we've already locked up the NFC? Why and do we need to case, play starters to beat Jonathan Gannon? That's, I, you know what? I, I, go, I, I, I will go back and I will say the Cardinals, <laughs> our number twos, are going to win against the Arizona Cardinals. I'm back Suck to it, 13 John. and 4. I still think that 12 wins is going to be all it takes to win the NFC this year. So I'm at 13 and four at the end of the season. Vince, what do you think for the last two weeks, uh, Cardinals and then Giants again? Yeah, so I'm with Ali, our two spank up on Gannon's <laughs> SAZ, soft A zone for those <laughs> that, are, that are uninitiated. So that's a win for us. And then Giants is a loss only because we're it's our threes. It's our it, we we bring back like Aaron Sipos is playing quarterback. We just do some nonsense like uh Pee-wee Ian football Book. stuff because we don't need it. Yeah. Ian Book. We Ian throw him Book. at the wolves. Oh man. We bring Mark Mark Simonell back just to kick uh, honorary field goals. Yeah. Uh just there, Mr. Linebacker, just come kick some field goals. Yeah, and then for from my perspective, I I'm with you. I think the last game of the year, Giants, meaningless, whatever, loss. They'll use that on some infographic on how the Giants have done against the Eagles like the Cowboys do all the time when we've played the Cowboys so many times at the end of the year in meaningless games where it has no bearing on any outcome of anything. It's just going to be just stat, uh, you know, stat padding there. But a win against the Cardinals. So when we look at the actual totals, I have the Eagles and Andrew has the Eagles finishing at 12 and 5. Uh, beating the Vegas odds on well, we actually all beat the Vegas odds on the sports book. Oh, and Vince twelve and five as well. So that's the consensus here: twelve and five because Ali thinks we're actually going to lose against the Cardinals, uh, but he's putting it as a win because he's not going to admit that he wants Jonathan Gannon to beat us. So we all <laughs> actually finished twelve and five, but Ali, for sake of today's episode, finished thirteen and four. It's a very long exercise and a very long use of an hour to say we think we're going to all finish twelve and five. How uninteresting is that we all finished exactly the same? <laughs> many, many different ways to get there too. And yeah. Ali, it is very possible, improbable, but possible that it's not actually Jonathan Gannon's Cardinals by the time we get there. Oh, so that is a good point. Oh man, it's improbable as a first year head coach, but crazier things have happened. All right, in Andrew, which case, I home. still I still think oh. it's going to be a thirteen and four. Our twos and threes still have the ability to beat those Cardinals. Well, it's going to be a it's a tough schedule this year, which is a big a big change up from last year. A lot of people said that the Eagles, you know, only had the record they did last year because of how weak of a schedule it was. Well, now we have a, a real chance to prove everyone wrong. And I, you know, here I am as I'm going through wins and losses, thinking I'm shortchanging them by by having them end the season at 12 and 5 which is darn impressive against some of these divisions that they're going to be going against. So anyway, 
All the fun starts Thursday night. We got the Chiefs and the Lions. That is going to be a very fun Thursday night matchup. And then just a few short days after that, finally, we kick off the Eagles season. Like my friends here said, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, winging.it.pod. Make sure you give us a follow on YouTube. Thank you, as always, everyone, for winging it with us. Vince, special guest, thank you for winging it with us. And uh, we will talk to everyone later this week. Go football! Go Birds.